G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. People in a lot of places are wandering around completely exhausted. So much to do, so little time to do it. I'll, I'll just have to cram more into my day. And that exhaustion, as it turns out, can rob us of our confidence, of any sense of optimism for the future. Bernie Diamond, and welcome again to A Different Perspective as we take another look at your confidence in Christ. One of the greatest maladies of our day is sheer exhaustion. So many people doing so much just to survive. The number of people who walk around bleary-eyed day after day because of the hours that they have to work, the amount of effort that they expend, and sometimes I'm one of those. And the longer this tiredness goes on, the lower our spirits sink. There's a definite link between our emotions and our physical state. And when it goes on for too long, people suffer burnout. They become really dysfunctional. This week on the program, we've been looking at a number of different confidence shakers that we commonly experience in life, things that that rob us of our confidence. And I tell you, tiredness, exhaustion, is definitely one of them. And you know, nobody is exempt. Nobody misses out. Nobody is excluded from that sense of tiredness and exhaustion. Have a listen to this. It was written by John in his Gospel, chapter 4, verse 6. It says this, Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired as he was from the journey, sat down by the well. It was about the sixth hour. Now, Jesus had kind of like a a rock star type of existence. Only there were no air-conditioned limos or private jets for him to get around in. Huge crowds pressed in on him again and again. And yep, some days, like this particular day we just read, he got tired. It happens to him and it happens to you and me. We can be juggling so many different things. Women often are a mum and a wife and they work and some study. At work, we can have to-do lists as long as our arms, more emails flooding in our in-trays than we know what to do with. And have you noticed, the pace is relentless. I remember here in Australia, where we have our summer break at Christmas, the place used to close down in mid-December to mid-January. I mean, that was summer holidays. But these days, there's a frenetic pace right up to Christmas Eve, and people are back at work in the first week of January. I'm not sure why that is. But we all seem, I don't know, bent on self-destruction through more and more and more and more work and activity. Now, if you relate to that, then hop onto our website, adifferentperspective.org, and have a look at the series, Living Within Your Means, that we did on the program a few weeks ago. We go through some of the reasons. So listen to the programs. The web address, again, is adifferentperspective.org, because this whole tiredness and consumption issue is one that that some people really struggle with. Now, here's the impact of it. As we get more and more tired, we're less and less able to focus on the important things, on relationships, on, on spending time with each other, things that in our heart of hearts 
really matter. And then what happens is life gets out of balance. When your life is out of balance, when you're tired, our emotions go all over the place. They're just all over the place. We react badly to things. We get grumpy. We get tight and stressed. And it's just not good for us. And under those circumstances, we, we find we just can't cope. Confidence? What's that? Quiet self-assurance and, and self-confidence turns into desperation. When is this going to end? How long is this going to go on? A lot of people have a sense of being trapped by their circumstances, of being like a little mouse running around inside those, those wheels, you know what I mean. And there's no way out. Now, I understand that. People sometimes think, what would this guy know? You know, he, he does a 10-minute program once a day on the radio. What a life! <laughs> but running a global ministry is hard work. Managing people, the ministry's growing, and more stations and more countries and more demands on my time and, and raising funds to support the ministry. I tell you, I have enough work to keep me going 18 hours a day, 7 days a week. Not a problem at all. And when you are that tired, how do you deal with that? I mean, that emotional and physical exhaustion that robs you of your confidence in life and, and living and in the future and what God's up to. It's really easy to happen. And, you know, for me, because I, I am someone who works hard and, and I enjoy my work, but also part of my work is doing this. It's being creative. It's, it's sharing things. It's, it's being enthusiastic. I'm no good to you if I'm burnt out, you know. I'm no good to you if I'm so tired that I'm not enjoying my life and enjoying God, if I'm not confident in what I'm doing. There's a great passage in Hebrews chapter 4. If you have a Bible, you can grab it later. Hebrews 4, verses 9 to 11. And the writer of Hebrews says this, dealing with this whole question of exhaustion, which robs us of our confidence. There remains then a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For anyone who enters God's rest also rests from his own work, just as God did from his. Let us therefore make every effort to enter that rest, so that no one will fall by following their own example of disobedience. In other words, God means us to rest. It's part of God's plan. God created the universe, and on the last day, he rested. If you read about Jesus in the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you know what you see? You see this rock star existence of crowds and people, and, and Jesus was always healing them and doing miracles and preaching. That's tough. And on top of that, as I said, he didn't have a limo to drive around in. He didn't have a jet to fly around in. Jesus spent most of his time walking from town to town. If he was lucky, he might have got a ride on a donkey. And this Jesus was constantly drawing away from the crowds, spending time with God the Father in prayer early in the morning. You see it time and time again. That was his rest. And you know, that's the only thing I've discovered that works. Not just rest, but his rest. It's like being filled with fresh living water. Not a chore at all, it's a delight. When I was preparing for today's programs, the night before, I had a very late night of ministry, and I got to bed you know, somewhere towards midnight. Now, I'm, I'm someone who likes to get to bed early because I'm an early riser. But, you know, before I went to bed, I prayed. I said, Lord... <laughs> I've only got a few hours in bed tonight and I have to get up tomorrow morning and I have to prepare for these programs and that's an important thing. Lord, I need a double helping of rest tonight. And I was up before 5am, before my alarm went off and I had a time of prayer and you know, as I sat down to prepare and to write and to think and to, to research, I had such a sense of rest and joy and peace 
and freshness and, you know, something confidence that I had the energy and the delight and the wherewithal to serve you today. So often, sleep alone doesn't do it. So often, even, even a holiday alone doesn't do it. Notice the sort of rest that the writer of Hebrews was talking about. He was talking about a Sabbath rest. In other words, resting in God. That's huge. Those quiet times of being still, just knowing that he's my God, listening, hearing, reading, no noise, no interruptions, no answering emails, no phone calls, just Jesus Christ and me. Now that's rest. And I do have uncertainties in my life, just like you do. And I do have pressures in my life, just like you do. And there are uncertainties and there are risks and and there are stresses and strains, but God's plan is that we should have a confident life amidst all of those things. You know something, as we rest in him, you've heard that saying, recharging your batteries. But it's so deep, it's so refreshing, it's so amazing to be filled up with God himself. And God becomes our confidence and God becomes our rest. And that's his plan, that's his heart, that's his desire for you and me today. things that life throws at us that frankly undermine our confidence. That's why I'd love to send you a free copy of our latest life application booklet, Living a Life of Quiet Confidence. And hey, at the end of each chapter, you'll find some life application questions, kind of to to help you think through and apply this rubber-hits-the-road teaching right into the realities of your life. You see, God's Word is alive and active. So I'm praying that through this booklet, he will help you live the rest of your life with a quiet confidence in Christ. You can request your free copy right now. Just stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1300 722 415 and we'll send your booklet straight out to you in the post. But this is the very last week that it'll be available, so don't miss out. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1300-722-415. Hey, thanks so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond, and I'll catch you again same time Monday with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.